I'm Carissa Andrews, international best-selling indie author and CEO of Author Revolution. With more than 15 books published, it's safe to say I have made a ton of mistakes in my endeavor to become a full-time author. The most important thing that I've learned in the past decade is that indie authors need to protect their creativity and their serenity. Being an author is a long game, and that's why I'm on a mission to teach other indies just like you how to publish books with a sustainable, rapid-release method. I created the Author Revolution podcast to give you insights and actionable step-by-step strategies to help you do just that. If you're an ambitious author or one in the making who's looking to create a long-term author career and a life you love, you've found your tribe, my friend. Let's get your author revolution underway. Well, hey there, and welcome back to the Author Revolution podcast. Well, here we are, finally coming down from last week's three-day Plan Your Series challenge. And holy cow, I can honestly say it was an exhilarating and fun experience. Even though I literally threw it together in two weeks, I ended up having over 200 participants in this challenge this first time around. Holy moly, that absolutely blew my mind. I was not expecting that many people. So if you were participating, thank you so much. This was incredible. Now, my goal with this was really twofold, getting people obviously excited about their series. I mean, duh, (laughs) but also getting me out of my comfort zone and doing something that increased my visibility, even if it wasn't perfect, even if I didn't plan the hell out of it. So guys, you know me by now, right? I'm a Virgo. Planning and systems is practically woven into my DNA. But as I go through the process of uncovering my own money blocks and things like that when it comes to my business exposure and trying to get myself out there, I find that perfectionism is actually deeper with me than just the imposter archetype. Whew, man, it runs deep. It's actually a vow that I've made to myself at some point in my life at least according to the Tapping Into Wealth book that I'm reading, and I need to master it in order to allow myself to move forward and be more visible. So with this challenge, I really didn't have it all planned out. I literally threw it together with a mind map and then executed on the plan that I had envisioned. It wasn't perfect. And like I said, I didn't plan out every single detail, which ordinarily would have made me break into hives. (laughs) But I gave myself just enough to move forward and to feel confident about moving forward. And you know what? It was still a success. My students overwhelmingly said that they got a lot out of it and enjoyed the process. And of course, there was still that 3% who were cynical or felt the mindset stuff at the beginning wasn't worth it. But hey, man, you can't win them all, right? And besides that, they're probably not the right people for me if they don't like mindset stuff. I mean, come on. (laughs) Now, the ones who didn't feel that they got enough, though, were, and you may guess this, the ones who probably also have a perfectionism vow. They wanted me to dig into more, show more, walk them through more. And the thing is, there was plenty there. But more, as I found, isn't always the answer. Sometimes we have to rely on our own abilities, creativity, and talent, knowing that it's going to be enough. No, it might not be perfect, but it never will be. Not even if you've planned something to death. We are not God. Definitely not omnipotent, and pretty sure we can't control the outcomes of everything flying at us. 
So if you're one of the authors out there who wanted more from the challenge, like an in-depth series Bible, which is actually a template inside of Rapid Release Roadmap, by the way, I want you to consider something. Perfectionism actually keeps us stuck. So does the cycle of always having to learn something before we act. Lord knows I've been there. Whew, I feel that so hard. That is really totally me. I, I love to learn things to the point of probably procrastination, even though it doesn't feel like procrastination. It actually is. So when we make a perfectionism vow, as it turns out, we've also created a vow to continue striving, but never arriving at our destination. Does this sound like you? Basically, it makes us continue going because we never feel like we're done. It stops us from doing the very thing we think we want to do. Plan or write that book. Publish that book. Promote the dang book. I mean, I have totally been there too. This is not just you guys. It is me as well. When Pandamus was first published in 2013, I literally did nothing to promote it once I got past launch week. And partially it was because I had very little money, but there are still plenty of free things I could have been doing. But the other part of me, the bigger part, was that in the back of my mind, I knew that the series was incomplete and I didn't know when I was going to get back to it. I didn't know how long it was going to take. I was in the middle of all sorts of stuff. So I talked myself into believing that no one would even want to bother with it. You know, I was a new author with one book and it's the first book in a series (laughs) and there's no book two. So why would they bother? So I convinced myself and I did nothing with it. If you're not sure whether or not you've created a conscious or subconscious vow of perfection, I want you to ask yourself these questions and see how you feel. When you think about the book that you're currently planning or writing, do you ever think things like, I should be so much better at this, or I should know more about how to write this series, or I need to understand my character's motivations more, or I need to understand every aspect of the world and how it works before I start, or even something as simple as, I should be smarter than this. Now, if you answered yes to any of those, or even if something similar is in there, then it's time for you to shed some light on your vow of perfectionism. I want you to think back to a time when you might have made that vow to yourself. Did you always want to make a parent or a teacher happy? Were you rebelling against the personality of a sibling, perhaps? Or was it actually drummed into you as a kid that perfection was the only way to be lovable? Sometimes parents do that unwittingly. They want their kids to succeed. They make them feel that they're not good enough if they're not striving for perfection. Maybe even do a little bit of journaling on this one because it really can release some of the heavy and stagnant energy inside your body and in your mind. I know it did for me. I think I mentioned this in one of the last few episodes, but mine really started because I wanted to make my life easier for my mom. My brother was diagnosed with his brain tumor when I was five. So I wanted to make sure she didn't have to worry about me when she had him that had so much going on. You know what I mean? But I also found that doing unexpectedly well in school garnered praise and recognition. So then I actually felt like I was seen. I felt like my achievements then mattered. So I strived to do more, to do even better, to impress even more. Because it felt good, right? It felt good to be acknowledged. But into adulthood, it was more like an act of rebellion against my mom as well, funnily enough. She's an artist and a painter, and I watched her struggle to get her art seen. I watched her try to transform her art into a business as the online market space was kind of beginning, 
She went from being a, an acrylic artist trying to do paintings to putting them into prints and trying to have postcards and other tangible things that people could purchase of her art. But because she didn't understand technology, it was a hindrance. And because she was trying to rely on other people, like my brother, who was the technology person at the time, it was, it was always a struggle for her. She never could quite get there because she was relying on other people. So that's probably another one of my hangups as well, where it's like, how do you rely on other people? But that's for a different day. <laughs> now, I've continued to battle this dynamic within myself because I've watched her struggle and I told myself, I was going to be different from her. I mean, obviously I write and I do graphic design. It's different anyway, but it's still art to me. It's still putting myself and my love out there in the world and trying to create something. So like I said, I've battled this dynamic and I am now letting it go. I'm letting both go, the perfectionism and the rebellion. The truth is I'm incredibly smart. I know this. I'm incredibly capable and I know a hell of a lot when it comes to indie publishing. So I'm ready to trust myself and my abilities to take me the rest of the way there now. It's literally time for me to step up and stop playing small. And if that sounds like you as well, I want you to do the same. I want you to think about how you can let this perfectionism vow go. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to actively tell yourself out loud, by the way, because it reinforces how you're feeling and how you're trying to achieve something different, okay? So say this out loud after me. I am no longer going to strive for perfection. Instead, I'm going to be open to something radically different. I am going to strive to be awesome, to embrace my gifts and show them to the world. My new goal will be to strive for mastery and achievement because that's where joy and prosperity lie. Yes, I'm a high achiever, but I am open to new ideas and new ways of thinking. It's my time to shine and it's safe for me to grow and change. Now let that sit for a minute. How does it feel? Do you feel a little bit, oh my gosh, what? Or do you feel excited and energized by it? I know for me, I'm excited. I'm excited by the prospect of something new, of energy shifting and trying to bring in toward me the stuff that I'm really striving for rather than doing the same stuff over and over again. Isn't that the whole definition of insanity, right? Doing the same thing over and over, expecting a different result. Well, it's time for us to try something different. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to go out and do that thing that scares you, <laughs> knowing that it's not going to be perfect. I want you to start writing the series without knowing all the rules. I want you to put the first book up for pre-order without it being done. I want you to tell your friends, family, and readers that your next book is coming out. Put it out in the world so people are aware. Whatever the thing is for you that's really scaring you or that keeps you stuck from putting it out there and really being present and acknowledged for your gifts, I want you to do that thing. Don't stay stuck trying to perfect things before you start. And that's one of the things I really, really understood in this challenge, that there are people who are deathly afraid of moving forward without feeling like they have understood it all. And there's that fine line. Yes, you should plan. Yes, you should understand your characters, at least on some level. But you don't have to have a PhD in character development to get started. 
You do not need to have a master's degree in literature to have a really good story arc. But you do need to start writing if you ever want it finished. When your book is done, you do need to let it go at some point, even if you don't think it's perfect. You have it in you to do great things as an author, but you need to trust yourself and this process to know that as you progress, you get better. You don't have all the tools when you first get started. You won't have all the tools until you've done this process a couple of times. And if you don't know it all, sometimes awesome ideas actually spring up in your subconscious because your brain is trying to work out some cool stuff. Remember, 15% of your brain is conscious thought. 85% of it is doing all sorts of subconscious work. Let it do some work for you. Why not accept that this can come easily? Why not accept more grace and ease into your life and into your writing life? All you need is to be open. Perfectionism actually closes you off from that flow. So let that flow in and let your muse in because it has work to do. Now, if you miss this challenge, the three-day plan your series challenge, there are a number of ways that you can still participate. And if you'd like to dive straight into learning about planning, writing, publishing, and promoting four books a year, head over to rapidreleaseroadmap.com and get signed up with Rapid Release Roadmap. Inside, you'll have not only lifetime access to that course, but you're going to have lifetime access to the entire three-day plan your series challenge. All of the content, including the replays of the live coaching calls, all the good stuff. But if $497 is too much to handle right now, I get it. I have also created an extended plan your series challenge that can be purchased for just $97. Obviously, it's a fraction of the cost of rapid release roadmap, but the purchase can then also be used as kind of like a down payment if you ever want to upgrade to the full course, because there's a coupon in there for taking the $97 off your enrollment to rapid release roadmap. So what do you get in this extended version? Just like with Rapid Release Roadmap, you get all of the PDFs, the templates, the walkthrough videos, and the replays of the live coaching calls from this past challenge. Plus, you're going to get Rapid Release Roadmap's series conception bonus module to continue on with all of the series planning that we were going through. There are eight additional lessons that walk you through brainstorming, market research, picking names, characters, and world building, developing the series arcs, skeletal and in-depth outlining, plenty of good stuff in there to satiate the needs for more while still keeping you focused on getting shit done. (laughs) So if you want to get in on the extended challenge, just head over to authorrevolution.org forward slash plan your series, and it will link you over to the order page to get signed up. Now, as always, you can download the transcript to this episode by going over to authorrevolution.org forward slash 93, then scroll down to the bottom of the page. Well, my dear friend, that's all I have for this week. I have to get ready for a big signing in Madison, Wisconsin this coming weekend, as well as put my money where my mouth is and start Immortals, because we are starting our first six-week writing sprint inside of Rapid Release Roadmap this week. So wish me luck. Or better yet, join me by joining Rapid Release Roadmap. You know I had to say it, right? Because I want you in there. We got to do this together. It's going to be a lot of fun. All right, go forth and start your author revolution.
This podcast episode has been brought to you by four amazing people. Daphne Garrison, Tammy Tyree, Quinn Ward, and Scarlett Braden, who are Author Revolution Podcast Patreon supporters. If you'd like to learn more about becoming a patron, head over to authorrevolution.org forward slash Patreon to find out what the awesome membership levels are and what you end up getting. The Author Revolution Podcast is here to provide tips, tricks, and tools for embracing a prolific author mindset and making your dreams of becoming a full-time author a reality. In order to continue providing the quality content you've come to know and love, I would appreciate your support. As a one-woman show, the podcast takes a lot of time away from other tasks like writing. (laughs) Plus, your support also makes this mompreneur's heart smile. Head over to authorrevolution.org forward slash Patreon.